Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Hey, welcome back. This is Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and lifestyle branding coach. And so I want to welcome you back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. And to let you know, today will be a little different. So today you will be hearing my direct feedback from some live questions submitted through my Branding for Abundance online assessment. And what will happen is I won't disclose the person's name, but I will disclose where they're from and what uh, level of therapist that they are, because some people are interns, some people are, of course, licensed. And then you will hear a little bit about where they are struggling and then I will give them two tips and one recommendation. So are you ready? Let's get into it. Hey, welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. I have a special guest um, today for the podcast. And this, again, is another entry on the Branding for Abundance assessment. And so this particular clinician, she is a clinical psychologist pre-licensed. She is located in Michigan. And she is actually currently signed up to attend my Branding for Abundance retreat in May of 2020. And she is also signed up for the 10-week Phenomenal Mindset uh, Breaking Program, which is called the Grind Center Lifestyle Program. Um, So if you hadn't had a chance to listen to the previous episode, what I do on these episodes is I take the responses that clinicians have input into a Branding for Abundance assessment to help them, one, flush out where they want to be in a year, where they currently are, what have they done to move forward in their career and or personal life, to brand their lifestyle and their business or job for an abundance, and then also how they believe I can help them and where they're stuck. So this particular clinician, she had she stated in the form that one year from today, she wants the following. She wants a book published. She wants to travel to speaking engagements within the church community. She wants to be a guest lecturer. She wants to have passed her ECPP exam and be a licensed psychologist. She also wants to obtain the LLP status. She wants to be an expert in Black psychology. She wants to live by coastal, okay? And she also wants to have the freedom to travel the world for herself and her family and have an income of, I'm going to say, a minimum of $150,000, okay? So that's what I'm talking about. Dream big, okay? So what's holding her back? So fear. And this actually has become a repetitive theme when I've reviewed all of the assessment forms, okay? So fear. She wants to be known as the expert in her area, And she wants to be relevant. She wants to position herself with all of those things I listed um, as far as where she wants to see herself in one year. But she thinks small. Maybe she needs she wants to think bigger, but she just needs tools and she needs more accountability. So let's dive into these tips. So the first tip I have for this mission clinician 
Michigan clinician, sorry, um, is about book publishing. Okay. So I'm going to give her some insight and some tips. And if you are listening and you are stuck and either wanting to develop and or finish your freaking book, then get a pen, press pause on this podcast episode and take notes. Okay. So, um, to publish a book, some of the questions you want to think about, I'll call this a book publishing assessment, a mini assessment, okay, is first, who will buy your book? Because that determines who your client avatar, your ideal or targeted customer is. Who will buy your book? What is their age range? Where do they live? What do they do for a living? Okay. Um, and that's all related to, of course, the topic of your book. The next thing you want to think about is, because this all goes down to marketing, is Who can spread the news about your book? So I read in your Branding for Abundance assessment that you want to do a lot of work in the church community and also Black psychology, so I'm guessing the Black community. So with that said, what individuals within that context can also spread the information about your book, especially if your book can help that particular population? So when I say spreading the news, um, we call it affiliate marketing, meaning you get paid to spread the news or just spread it for free, you know, based on love or those are your family and friends. So start making a list of the people that you would like to invite on your team, even if it's volunteer bases, so that they can spread the news about your book. Okay, post it on their social media accounts, put it in their highlights and people who have email lists. Definitely send this information to them because they can get it out to another larger group of people. Okay. Another thing you want to think about when it comes down to book publishing is how do you want to market your book? What type of platforms do you want to market it on? Um, Who do you need to get in front of to market your book? Again, that goes back down to who's your ideal targeted audience for this book. So, for example, if I'm writing a book clearly about private practice, right? Let's just say if I took some of the information from the Dope Therapist Academy, specifically for private practice, and I wanted to teach people how to just get their paperwork in order for the structure of their business, who they need to speak with in the beginning, such as a CPA, accountant, a lawyer, if they're going to have employees, you know, things like that. So when I'm writing that book, I have to make sure that it's geared to clinicians who are ready to start a private practice or clinicians who are close enough close enough to licensure where it would make sense as to why they are soaking up this information. So that also means that the marketing platforms that I'm going to gear my branding and marketing to, those clinicians have to be present on that platform. So it would not be wise of me to go to a practicum site for clinicians in a doctoral program who haven't even finished their classes let alone their third year, you know, or internship for that matter, it would not be wise for me to be marketing about private practice at that point because they're trying to finish their dissertation, go to internship and graduate and study for their first test, EPP, right? So I would want to position myself to go and speak in front of licensed clinicians, whether it's online, whether it's in these Facebook groups, whether it's, you know, they have affiliate chapters through all of these like, um, In California, we have a California Psychological Association, APA, uh, Black Therapist Rock, Clinicians of Color. Like there are all these uh, subgroups of clinicians that you can position yourself to go talk to them. Or I could if this were my idea to, you know, write this book, which it is. That's one of my books. 
And I will go talk to those clinicians um, because those are my targeted audience individuals, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, so another thing you want to think about as it relates to book publishing is how does your book relate to your overall business goal? Now, this is one that I believe falls through the cracks. A lot of individuals just want to put out a book and the book doesn't relate to another area of their business. So for example, when I was writing my foundations book, I wrote that book because I was treating couples at the time. They needed premarital counseling and I wanted to be able to provide them that safe space um, while they were already seeing me to go ahead and address marriage. So I created the book for my clients. And now when I get individuals who are seeking counseling, even if they're married, I still ask them, did they participate in, um, you know, premarital counseling beyond the church? Because if they did not, I have an awesome tool for them to do because this enhances their level of communication and it allows them to have a real mature conversation that they probably never had before getting married, which is why they have a problem, right? So again, your book, you should tailor it to a specific audience, but your book um, should entail information that you can link back to another part of your business. And the reason for that is marketing. You want to keep clients within your funnel. You don't want to start losing clients because you've got 5,000 products that are very different and they are not interrelated. So I hope that that was helpful as far as branding for a book. Granted, you have to know what you're writing on. Okay. So the next tip I want to go into is for speaking. So I want to give you four steps um, as to how to build your speaking platform. So step one is decide why you want to speak, okay? Um, what are you good at speaking about? And I'm really talking about right now passion, okay? Passion. You have to be passionate about the topic that you speak about. So just a moment ago, I just discussed uh, the Foundations Workbook for Couples, but it's also made for singles, which I rebranded it. I repurposed and repackaged the book, which we talk about in a lot of my coaching programs, specifically business programs. And I came out with the first version specifically for premarital couples. And then I realized that the questions definitely can be used for individuals who are starting over or for people who are already married, but they never had that conversation or they want to prepare to have a mature conversation when they meet that someone that they want to potentially spend the rest of their lives with or heck, they're moving in together, cohabitating, right? So with that said, I redid the book and I named it instead of Foundations 12 Steps to a divine marriage. It was 12 steps to a divine relationship. I even took the wedding cake off the cover. And then I put a pyramid with a silhouette of a man and woman, because I also didn't want to only focus it on heterosexual couples, because I believe that everybody needs to have these conversation, conversations, right? So the reason I'm bringing that up as it relates to speaking is I was actually invited as a speaker on multiple panels, as an expert with treating couples because of my book. They didn't even know that I treated couples. They just saw the book online. They saw um, someone else have it and they wanted to borrow it. And then they wanted one on their own. Then, of course, after they started asking more questions, they were like, wow, I wonder, does she speak on this topic? And that's how I was invited on different podcasts, live panels um, and speaking engagements. So I'm very passionate about that, about that area. And it showed because of how I positioned myself with my book. OK, so you can actually interrelate. Um, you, you can relate these two products together. OK, step number two, you want to outline your talk. I would 
um, definitely identify three main key points of what you will choose to address on the topic that you want to talk about. So for example, let's just go along with um, relationships. I love talking about baggage as it relates to relationships. So when I was invited out to Oakland, California, and I spoke at a self-love conference for women, I had 30 minutes and they told me they're sticking to the time. I can have 15 minutes for questions. So I had to think over a couple of months, of course, about what I wanted to present that was very simple to the women, but could hit home. So I chose to talk about baggage. And the way that I talked about baggage was in three different levels. One of the levels was the tip of the iceberg phenomenon, which is the tip of the iceberg is who you date in the beginning. Then you start to see the layer of water starting to you know, go down because you see the real person, especially if you move in together before you get married. And then all of a sudden, when you you know, go into living together, you get married, you get engaged, you're around each other for a longer period of time, you have a child, all of a sudden you see that larger part of that person and you swear and down it didn't exist, but it always existed. You just chose not to pay attention because red flags are always there, but we usually are following our heart in love and lust and we don't like to pay attention to stuff like that because it's going to ruin our Cinderella story as women, right? So I introduced them, the uh, iceberg phenomenon, and then we talked about what makes up a foundation, aka trust and communication. And the analogy of that point, just to make it very simple for the women, is you want to create a strong enough foundation where if anything or anyone walks by it and tries to blow it down like the big bad wolf or a, ton, or a tornado, it will withhold anything. Okay. So the third point was to talk about who they actually attract because who they attract will dictate possibly what their foundation will look like. So I was able to actually address all of these three things within 30 minutes. And believe it or not, when I brought my books without the intent, I mean, I always have an intent to sell, but my, the, the person who invited me, she didn't say anything about me putting my books out. I just chose to bring them because as a marketer, when you when you have a product to sell, you're automatically a marketer. You always bring your product everywhere and your book is your business card. So I brought about maybe 30 books I sold out. Soon as I spoke, we had a break. I sold out of every single book to the point where I sold out of every book even before the speaker sold out of all her books. She was like, oh my God, that was good, right? So that can lead to two products, speaking. You get paid for speaking or you volunteer, but then you can upsell the person to a book even if it's $10. That's a lot when 30 people are buying your book, okay? So outline your talking points and try to outline at least three. Now, of course, that number will fluctuate based off of how much time you have, but you also want to make it as simplistic as possible because you don't want to confuse people and overwhelm people because overwhelmed people don't get working. Step number three, set up your online presence. So what this means is you want to position yourself as a speaker on every single platform such as your website, your website should state you are a speaker. And in my program, I talk about how to position it on your website, where does it go, and what other strategies do you need to upload on your website so that people can know how to get in contact with you and what do you speak about, okay? You also need to update it on your resume, on your LinkedIn account, and on every single social media platform, there should be something about you speaking, okay? Step and last step number four. Once you've done all these things and you're ready to step out on faith, 
you want to book a venue and speak and or I saw in your one year goal, you want to speak at churches. So you can actually and in colleges, you actually can start off speaking at both of those places, either for payment and or for free, because you do want to beef up your speaker resume per se. Um, and especially for colleges, D1 colleges, of course, pay more money because they're a D1. Everybody usually wants to speak at a D1 college. If you know someone, get them to pull you into their classroom. And for me, because I usually speak about mindset, um, you know, following a daily structure, things like that. I usually go to classes that professors teach those things already in their curriculum so that it matches what the students are learning. Therefore, they can be more eager to get the information. And usually the way I work with professors is outside of the students just getting credit, I try to work something out where they even get extra credit if they do the assignment. And it, the assignment can be the evaluation form. I'm going to email you guys an evaluation form to the teacher. The teacher's going to send it to you. And if you fill it out, the teacher agreed or the professor agreed to give everybody five points extra credit. And I've done that at every college that I went to and it worked out perfectly because five points is a big deal to college students. So I really hope that those four points under speaking was helpful. I also know that the book publishing information will definitely take you a long way. So because you are already part of my Grind Setter Lifestyle course, I know that that course will handle all your mindset, um, value, fears related to your business and or your personal life. Um, and it will teach you how to get out of your own way to actually move up toward the level of success that you really desire and you deserve. The recommendation that I will give you is to definitely check out the Dope Therapist Tribe, specifically because it will give you all the nuggets related to speaking, how to set up your profile on your website, what pages to upload to your website, and actually how to create those uh, forms that I'm going to teach you um, how to put out there in the atmosphere in the universe so that people will actually start to find you as well. Um, and I'm also going to show you how to position yourself as a speaker and how to use your book and other type of tangible or non-tangible services as products to attract your ideal clientele. And for you, your ideal clientele might be a group like an organization, like a church or a school. Okay, so this concludes our episode. If you are like this clinician and you want to up level your mindset, check out the Grind Setter Lifestyle course in the show notes. I've provided you with a lot of details. If you want to see me live in person and you want to hang out for two and a half days and have an awesome time, okay, we are going to talk about branding, vision, self-care, and think about May as a midway point through 2020. This really gives you the opportunity to check how you've done with your vision board and with your business blueprint. Now, if you don't know what a business blueprint is, you definitely also want to check out my Dope Therapist Tribe. Right now, it is phenomenally one dollar. It's only one dollar. Okay. One dollar for the first month. And my mission is to make a large impact on as many mental health clinicians as possible. So this is showing you how to develop side hustles or main hustles in the mental health field. Okay. And I want to reach as many people as possible. So please share this podcast episode. Okay. This clinician was very brave, just like the others for filling out this form. If you want to be like her and you want to get personalized feedback, then definitely click the link in the show notes and I will upload the podcast episode. As you saw, I will upload the information about where you stand, where you're stuck, 
where you're currently located, what your licensure status is, and that's it. I will not disclose names, but hopefully you will know who you are, okay? So this concludes our episode. If you are ready to move to the next step in any of this programs, Grind Center Lifestyle Mindset, Dope Therapist Tribe, specifically to brand your mental health business and streams of income. Self-care and branding retreat to take your life on a whole new level to make all of this come together. If you have questions about any of those, feel free to email me and my abundance team. Our contact information is in the podcast below. Outside of that, I want to thank you for listening today. And I definitely want to thank this clinician in Michigan for allowing us to share where she wants help in and where we're going to help her scale up because we are a team. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You have a great day. Bye. Wow. I really hope that you like what you heard today. So if you want to be the next person to complete your Branding for Abundance assessment and you would love for me to provide you with personalized feedback, guidance, and suggestions and recommendations, be sure to visit the show notes and grab the link to complete your assessment. Remember, in order to level up, We must ask for help and be ready to receive it when it comes. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. 